We are Marquette. 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 My name is Emery Lehman. I'm a 2018 Winter Olympian, and I'm a junior pursuing a civil engineering major at Marquette. When I was like nine, I was at a hockey clinic in Franklin Park, and my mom saw a poster for speed skating, and she was the kind of mother who made my brother and I try every sport possible, and she thought it would be good for hockey, and uh, I really didn't want to go to my first practice, but she kind of dragged me to it and I cried a little bit on the way there and uh I started and ended up loving it I don't know I'm, I'm a naturally a pretty competitive kid so just with the first day out there and I was kind of seeing how much faster everyone was than me and I was like okay well I can't just go to one practice and be the slowest kid there I gotta come back and I gotta try and beat everyone on the ice so it was kind of just my competitive nature to come back and try and be better and better. And then I remember I was used to kind of winning everything by the end of that season. And then the next year was my first full year of skating. And I was winning a lot of the local meets. Uh, and then I went to nationals and I, and I got smoked. I got like fifth. That was my first time really getting beat by some really good kids. And I was like, okay, like, well, I'm good, but I got a lot of work to do. I think the biggest step was... You know, when I was younger, I was 10, I was really, you know, I was playing lacrosse and baseball in the spring, and then in the winter, I would play hockey and speed skating. So it was really just a seasonal sport, like most kids would do for sports, just seasonal. Um, and then the really big change came, I think, when I was 13 is when I got my first coach for long track up at the Pettit. But I guess the summer of going in, you know, my coach sent, like, some gear over to my house, and I was like, oh, like, I'm really excited to use this next winter. And he's like nope like that's for the summer like you have summer training so that's when I really first learned that it's not just a winter sport it's you know you start training May 1st every year and it goes all the way through you know the beginning of March so it's really just like 10 and a half months out of the year where we're training that was really when I first realized like okay well I can't just skate you know I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bike lift swim run do dry land all this stuff that it's not just the skating. There's so much more that goes into it. Getting a private coach was was probably the first big step. And then, you know, that year when I was 14, I made a junior world team and made it to junior worlds. And then again, I got I got 10th there when I was 14. I was the youngest competitor. And I was like, okay, well, 10th is good, but it's still not first. So, you know, I was just really excited. Okay, like, I'm going to come back next year and see what happens. And then next year I got 5th in the 5K. And then the year after that I won the 5K. So... Usually the day after a race, it's, you're not thinking about yesterday, you're thinking about the next one, and it's kind of like if you have a really bad moment, you leave it in the past, and if you have a really good moment, you know, pat yourself on the back, but, you know, you still move on, you got to think to the next one, you know, just like in school, you do really well on one test, doesn't mean you're going to do really well on the next test, so it's kind of got to pat yourself on the back and then just start looking forward to the next one. Making my first team was, it was pretty incredible. I'd say it was a lot harder to make the team this year. Internationally, the competition is a lot harder, but making my first team, it was awesome. I got to travel a lot, but I don't think it really truly hit me how special that was until I realized how hard it was to make it back onto the team. <laughs> so, But making making the first team was incredible. Thinking back on it, like I never really truly sat there and like was like, wow, I made an Olympic team. Like This is pretty sweet. It was more just like, you know, I was in that 
attitude where it's like, all right, I'm at the Olympics. Like, what's next? Like, what do I do to get to the top level and do more? My first semester here was like five, eight a.m.s out of class, like all morning. I'd go to the rink in the afternoons, and then I'd come right back and do homework. So, did not have a whole lot of time to just do nothing. I got a TV in my room, but I turned it on like maybe two times all semester. It was just, it was really busy, and I got really good at time management that semester. I slept in an altitude tent freshman year um, when I lived in Carpenter, and the altitude tent is pretty much, it's like there's a machine on wheels. Uh, it's about the size of a mini fridge, and I put my upper half of my body in it. The altitude tent drew some questions. Also, the slide board, a lot of people slipped on it right when they walked in, so I had to warn people not to, you know, step on it and slip. Joey Mantia, Brian Hansen, and myself are in the Team Pursuit event. And so a little bit about the event. It's like a three-man event, only eight countries qualified. So it's very, it's a very tough event to get into. And we were actually the eighth team to qualify. And the way the race works is there's three guys per country who start in a line. And they start opposite sides of each other on the oval. And then it's an eight-lap race. And your final time is when your final teammate of the three crosses the line. So you kind of have to use each other for draft and to push each other and, to, you know, Kyle up front's got to set the pace and the other two guys got to follow his rhythm. And going into it, we're in World Cup points-wise, we're ranked eighth. I think we can put together a really good one. And I know Brian and Joey are skating really well. I'm skating really well. So I think we can all surprise some people. But as of now, we're not really expected to, you know, we're ranked eighth. But I think in the way that works at the Olympics is there's three rounds. So... First round is all eight teams skate, and four fastest times move on to the semifinals. The next four go down, and then from the semifinals, then it just becomes like a tournament where it's head-to-head, like you just got to beat the team you're paired against, and then from there you move to the gold and silver round, and if you lose, you go to the bronze medal round. We pretty much just have to come out of the gates hot with a really good one to make it to the semifinals, and then from there fight to get into that gold-silver round before I step on the ice, like, okay, when I'm really, really tired, like, what am I going to be thinking about? Like, think of two or three things that, like, when I'm really tired and I can't hear my coach and I, you know, there's one lap to go, like, what am I going to be thinking about? And that's what really makes for me really calm just because, you know, usually with one lap to go, it's, you know, it's going to hurt. You know, it's, you know, you're going to be on a really good race and you don't want to, you know, die off on your pace. So usually what makes me feel really good is, like, okay, like, when I'm really tired and, I can't feel my legs. Like, what am I going to think about to make me still go? Especially in the straightaways, like, you really want to just try and relax because you're not really going to be building any speed in the straightaways. So my biggest thing is, like, don't try and do anything in the straightaways. Just try and maintain your speed and just save all my energy for my corners. So, yeah, staying relaxed in the straightaways is a big big thing as to not expend too much energy trying to maintain speed. I've been working on kind of trying to block out the pain and think about what is going to help me skate faster and that's usually when I skate really well is so much in speed skating is about time and time so when you're out there you're always thinking about okay like how fast was this lap how fast does the next lap need to be like what's my final time in the race going to be and that's usually when I kind of get thrown off so when I get out there and have a really good race that's when I really try and focus on okay what am I doing to go fast like what am I doing that's efficient what can I be doing better and kind of listening to your coach and he's telling you technical feedback when you pass them every lap when I'm on a good race it's usually I'm really thinking about like what am I executing well and then you know you hit you see the lap board with 
two laps to go, one lap to go, whatever it is, and you're really, really tired, and then you really buckle down, and instead of thinking about how tired you are, you think about, okay, like, how am I going to get through these last two laps efficiently and, you know, trying to make it hurt less by skating efficiently. Yeah, so our race is there. Our event is scheduled to go off between 8 and 10 p.m., and so then realistically we probably wouldn't get back to our athlete village and sleeping till about 12, 12.30 just because we have media, we have dinner, we have uh, treatment, so we get, and we have to cool down. So, And then there's a bus ride to the back to the, uh, the village. So we've been kind of getting ourselves acclimated to that schedule by, you know, going to bed at like 12.31, then trying to sleep in until 9 or 10. And then we usually have our first training session at 1 to 3 as opposed to usually I'm up at 7 and I'm at the rink by 8.30. And then my first training session goes from 9.30 to 11.30. So everything's pushed back quite a bit. And so it's it's a little weird, you know, eating lunch at 4 or 5 o'clock. And then, you know, I can sit there and usually I like to procrastinate before my second workout. But, you know, I see the clock and it's 6 p.m. And I that's usually when I'll do my second workout um, or be done with it by then. Whereas now, you know, I have to wait till 7.38 to start my next workout just so that I get used to training at night. There's been a lot of support from the community, especially, you know, my friends. They know uh, they know kind of that I was a speed skater, like, the last four years. Like, really, the only thing that's really changed is just, you know, the Olympics comes every four years. So I've been doing the same thing the last four years, but now I just get to go do it at, at the Winter Olympics, which is pretty sweet. Um, but there's been great support from them and from the Marquette community and the school paper uh, was at Olympic trials, I think, almost every day, which was really cool to have them there. Um, and I got to be on the front page of the newspaper, which is the first for me. So that was really cool. President Lovell gave me a pretty cool Al McGuire shirt. So I'll, I'll bring there, make sure to get some video of Inside the Village and uh, maybe bring a scarf or a hat that he also gave me. Uh, but he definitely gave me some gear that I can bring there and bring Marquette to the games. Next fall, I'm going to re-enroll, and I have three semesters left. Right now, I haven't had an internship yet because of training, so I'm going to have go. I'm applying for internships this summer, and from that, I'll kind of decide where I want to take it. Uh, right now, I really have a big interest in uh, aviation planning and tr- the transportation field of civil engineering. As far as the next Olympics goes. I'll probably train to the next one. You know, I'll take a year off. If I really don't miss it, you know, I don't think I'll come back. But if I re- I'm sure I really will miss it because I really like being preoccupied and really busy. So I'm pretty sure I'll come back and train for 2022. It's actually a lot more stressful qualifying for the Olympics than it is actually skating in the Olympics. Almost getting to the Olympics is almost harder than competing at it having gone through that process and skating in world cups and Olympic trials and world cup qualifiers this year, I feel like that's been pretty good practice for the Olympics. And especially cause we had just two or three months span of just like competition after competition after competition. And now we get a little bit of a rest before the Olympics. So I think we've had a little time to relax and I think we'll be really mentally prepared just with having gone through this process of getting there before. So you know, we just have to treat it like any other trip where we go overseas, and we've done it almost every year for the last eight years. Just got to stay calm and make sure I remember to pack everything. 
Sweet. Anything else you want to say? February 21st. That's all I got. Okay.